Now you are on the clock. Hey everyone, it's Darren Armani from FantasyMojo.com. This past week we had free agent signings and a few noteworthy trades that have really affected the draft stock and ADP of players across the board. Um, so we want to take a look at that based on some data that we've pulled from FFPC drafts over the past couple of days and compare that to where the players were going pr- prior to these moves. And with 28 rounds there, we can, we've got a deeper player pool that we can draw from and, and bring more players into the conversation. So let's start with quarterback. And the first guy we want to talk about is Baker Mayfield. He was going in the eighth round in January and was QB8 at the time. With Odell Beckham coming onto the scene there, he's now getting drafted as QB3, ahead of Aaron Rodgers in the the fifth of the sixth round. Now, this seems excessive to us. He's a great talent. The situation looks promising. But this is a perfect storm has to happen here for him to, to return value on that kind of draft capital. He doesn't have the track record of Rodgers. But, uh, so we won't be getting any shares of him. We're not, we're not going to pay that price. But, you know... That, that's what the market commands, so that's what people are going to have to pay. So um, if you want to get your guy, that's that's what's going to have to happen for you. Uh, Nick Foles, on the other hand, has formally signed with the Jaguars. That's basically where everybody expected him to land. But it's he's seen a couple-round increase in value um, with the signing. It's basically confirmed what everybody suspected. And he's getting drafted right now in the Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota range, which is the tier four or five QB in drafts. He's he's going to be the third quarterback you pick in a best ball draft in FFPC in um, some of the other formats. He may not get selected at all. But nevertheless, he's he's got a, a short uh, scenario, which is a value at this point in the season, um, in best ball draft season. In the running back situation, you have Tevin Coleman, who was signed by the 49ers, and this is already a crowded backfield with McKinnon and Breida back there. So something has to give. So prior to the signing, all three of those guys were getting drafted in the 10th round or earlier. So somebody has to... This this math, this math doesn't add up, and somebody's got to walk the plank in this situation. And clearly it's Matt Breida who's being tossed aside by fantasy drafters. He was going late ninth round prior to the Coleman signing, and now his ADP is at a mid-twelfth round, so he's dropped a little over two rounds. But in the FFPC live draft we're looking at from last night, which was Friday night, March 15th, he went in the 16th round. So as of now, this is the, the person that, people are discarding not so sure McKinnon's the one who stays in that uh, situation so we'll have to see that how it plays out Breida might be a value um at that late of a 
and ADP. But that's going to be an interesting situation to, to keep an eye on. McKinnon himself, his ADP, it went down slightly. He's going late fifth round. Um, in the draft last night, he went at, let's see here, he went at, he went in the seventh round. So, um, his value is, is decreasing as well. I guess it's it's soaked in now and people have a better grasp of the situation. But uh, he, he's not the, the, the draft darling that he was earlier in the draft season. So, And Coleman, of course, he's basically seen no movement. It's a lateral move for him. He was going in the sixth round before the signing, and he's still going in the mid-sixth round. So no real change in draft value despite the change in teams for Tevin Coleman. The next player we want to talk about is is Mike Davis for Chicago. Now, of all the players we're going to discuss, Mike Davis has actually seen the biggest jump in value in fantasy drafts. He was being drafted in the mid-25th round prior to the signing, and he's now going in the 14th and 15th round of fantasy drafts, of FFPC drafts. So this is an 11-round jump. Um, that's pretty significant. Clearly, people like the the possibilities for Davis in Chicago. Jordan Howard, as of this point, is still on the team. Um, and his draft stock hasn't really moved much at all. He's still going in um, the seventh round of drafts. So you got to feel something's going to happen there with his situation. But as of now, he's holding steady with his value in the seventh round. Frank Gore signed with the Bills, and he's either going undrafted or in the final couple rounds of FFPC drafts prior to the signing. Now he's going in the 25th round um, based on this ADP. So he's a guy you're just, you know, throwing onto your roster as, you know, that QB7 or RB7, RBH just to, to fill out your team. Not a lot of expectations coming from Mr. Gore. Uh, as far as LaShawn McCoy goes, his value is holding steady at nine, at the, the late ninth round, um, as far as ADP is showing. He did go in the 11th last night, but it's it's kind of up and down there. So he's generally going in that, that ninth uh, round range for the most part. So not a lot of change in his value. We'll have to see what else happens in uh, that aging Buffalo backfield. Moving on to the Cleveland Browns, we should uh, check in with how Kareem Hunt's doing. Um, He's really kind of all over the board, but still getting drafted relatively early, in our opinion, with an ADP of about uh, the seventh round. Up a little bit since um, the past week. But the suspension news came in yesterday, so he suspended for eight games. An eighth-round price seems pretty expensive, in our opinion, for a guy who is going to miss half of the season, and you you got to question what the situation is going to be when he's eligible to play. If Chubb is rolling, do they put him in? To, to what extent do they ease him into it? So 
maybe best case scenario in, in best ball drafts you get four to five weeks of of viable usage. I don't know that that merits an eighth round pick. And as far as Nick Chubb himself goes, we're still so, still seeing him um, holding steady at an early second round draft pick value. Some people were concerned that when when Beckham arrived that that might negatively affect Nick Chubb, but uh, we're not seeing that at all. He's he's still being grabbed early and often in drafts. Taking a look at the Chiefs with Carlos Hyde, we commented about this on a previous podcast, but we're still seeing him go, you know, 10 rounds earlier than he was going before. So he was going in the 21st round prior to his signing with the the Chiefs at this point. His ADP is 11.08 technically. Um, if I look at last night's draft, he went in the early 10th round. So he's definitely um, being well-received by the fantasy community there. And Damian Williams isn't, isn't budging at all. Uh, he's still going with an ADP of 3.3. If I look at last night's draft, he went into 2.12. So people still very optimistic about what he'll do, not terribly concerned about uh, the impact of, of Carlos Hyde. So it, that's very expensive for a guy who, you know, was basically a waiver wire pickup um, the previous year. But he's he's got the talent, and unless they draft somebody or bring somebody else on, it, it would seem he's going to be a very productive uh, player for them. So we'll see how that goes. Taking a look at the Ravens. With Mark Ingram arriving, he was going late fifth round prior to the signing. At this point, he's going uh, late fourth round, so he's seen a full round jump in ADP. And last night's draft, he went in the mid-fourth round, so that looks like a great situation for him. And if you're going to wait on running back a little bit at the beginning of drafts, he's a guy you could certainly pick up and feel good about. As far as Gus Edwards... He's the odd man out. Our ADP numbers are showing a two-round drop, but in last night's draft, he really took a dump and was was left out there until the 25th round, so he's being completely ignored um, by a lot of people at this point. So it was nice knowing you, Gus. Lat Murray signed with the Saints, and... He was another riser in ADP value. He was going in the early 18th round prior to the signing, and his ADP at this point is 12.01, so he's got a five-and-a-half round jump in value. Last night's draft, he went in the mid-11th round right after Ido Smith and Naheem Hines. So looks like he'll be a productive guy. Um, And if something happened to Kamara... Kind of like we saw when something happened to Dalvin Cook, he's a guy who can carry the load and, and be really um, productive. So he's he's a guy to keep your eye on in those mid-rounds if you're looking to, to fill out that uh, running back position. That's pretty much going to do it for the running backs. Let's take a look at some of these tight ends. Not not huge names, but you know, with the, where the FFPC is concerned, the, the more the merrier. So first, CJ Uzuma resigned with the Bengals. He was going in the 
23rd round prior to the signing. And right now he is going at the mid-17th round. So a six-round jump in value for him. Um, I've been seeing him go off consistently um, in that range. In fact, last night he went in the 14th round. So um, he can be productive when given the opportunity and not knowing what the situation is going to be with Tyler Eifert. He's sort of a a decent um, later round tight end to roster. Uh, Tyler Croft moved to the Bills. He was being undrafted or as early as the 27th round prior to that signing. Right now he's got an ADP of 1808, and in last night's draft he went in the 19th round. So he appears to be the the tight end of choice now with Buffalo um, and not competing with anyone like he was in Cincinnati. So people are snagging him. Jesse James has seen a real nice rise in value. He's up nine rounds from a 25th round ADP having had to share the the situation with Vance McDonald. That's no longer an issue, so he should be the guy in, in Detroit. He's going at the 1608, according to this ADP. In last night's draft, he went at the 1301 right before Jordan Reed. So people are snagging him off the board. Um, he could be a, a decent, maybe, tight end three. But you know, we'll see how that situation plays out. Moving on to the wide receivers, there's a lot of activity there to take a to take a look at. Um, start with the exciting Buffalo Bills team. And Cole Beasley was signed prior to his arrival. He was going into 25th round. He's seen a little bit of a jump uh, to the 24th. That's almost insignificant. But um, John Brown is maybe a little bit more notable in that situation. He was being drafted in the 20th round, and now we see him going in the 16th round, um, about a four-round jump in ADP. So these are good late-round best ball guys to target. Somebody's got to catch the ball there, and when you're paying that late of a price, um, you know, they're good filler for for your team. They can provide uh, some, you know, a lot of... 10-plus point weeks. Zay Jones was a guy I drafted last year in the pros versus Joes. I think I got him in like the 26th round. And he really came on at the end of the year. So, you know, the ball has to go somewhere. So, um, you know, they're, they're cheap guys you can pick up just, just to fill out. Uh, go back to the Browns with the Odell Beckham signing. Now, a lot of people have been is skeptical of my reporting that he's been going in the first round. But that's the fact of the matter. I've seen three or four drafts now where he's gone uh, mid-third, mid-first round before the likes of Devontae Adams and even DeAndre Hopkins in one draft. So that's where people are choosing to select him. Um, you know, everybody places different value on players. My main concern with him is his ability to stay healthy. It seems he's um, he's definitely missed time over the past two seasons. We'll see how he fares this year, but uh, expectations are high, uh, as I said earlier, um, for the Cleveland players. They're probably being a little overvalued 
just in general. But uh, you see how that goes. Jarvis Landry is pretty hold pretty much holding steady. Um, he was going in the late fifth round. We're still seeing him in the late fifth round. In last night's draft, he went in the early sixth round. So he hasn't really been affected too much by uh, Odell Beckham's arrival. Moving on to the Bucks, where Deshaun Jackson left. He's with the Eagles now. Deshaun was going um, in, in the 21st round. Now he's going in the mid-17th round. He's got about a four-round jump in ADP. Um, but back to the Bucks. as far as Chris Godwin goes, he's seeing about a one-round increase in ADP. He was going uh, in the early 7th. Now his ADP is in the mid-6th. And even in last night's draft, he was uh, selected at the 608. So... Um, that definitely helps him out as far as his, his draft value for this year. Um, Devin Funches signed with the Colts, and he's another guy who took a huge jump. So he was going in, he had ADP of, of 22-11 prior to the signing. Now with the, the last few days of, of data, we're seeing him going at the 12-01. So that's... It's a, it's a great situation for him. We'll see, you know, how he um, makes makes the opportunity out of it. Uh, but Colts receivers, we know, it, they can produce. So if if they decide to feature him, or maybe even use him as a the third a third tight end, because he's such a, a beast. Uh, Jack Doyle's got a bad hip. Um, no, they're not going to use him as a tight end, but. Um, you know, people like to joke that he's because uh, of his large stature, he's he's more of a tight end in his in his, in his agility. Uh, moving on to the Giants, a lot of activity there with Beckham leaving. Sterling Shepard saw a little bit of a, an increase in value, um, hanging around at the twelfth round, and now in last night's draft, he was uh, drafted in the eleventh round. Um, it kind of goes back and forth with him since Golden Tate was signed. Uh, Tate had an ADP of 10-11 prior to the signing. His ADP now is uh, 11-03. So I think those two guys are going to be, you know, a Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods situation where they, they go neck and neck in draft. They're going to have comparable value. Um, so we'll see how it shakes out for those two. Uh, Jamison Crowder was signed by the Jets, and he's pretty much holding steady. He was going at the 1706 prior to the signing, and his ADP is saying 1612. In last night's draft, he went in the 14th round, but but generally he's not really moved um, from where he was going before. A little bit of an increase, but nothing nothing dramatic to speak of. Let's talk about the Raiders. And there's been a lot of activity there, obviously, with Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown getting signed. Um, Brown's been all over the board going in the early second round and the late second round. Um, in fact, last night's draft, he went at the 303. So 
uh, depending on the draft you're in, you're going to see a different um, a different spot for him. But generally, his is as far as an ADP goes, he was at two hundred nine, and and now it's listed at two hundred eight. So really, not much of a move um, overall. And Tyrell Williams saw about a one round increase in ADP. He was going at the fifteen ten prior to his signing. He's now at the fourteen oh one. So um, that looks about a little bit, a little bit more of a. a one round increase in ADP, and then we have uh, Jordy Nelson. So, if you had drafted any Jordy Nelson shares, you are out of luck. And his ADP is, as far as the numbers go, it's 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 steadily decreasing. He went from the twenty first round to the twenty fourth round, and in fact, in last night's draft, he was completely MIA, went undrafted. Um, we'll have to see if Jordy picks up somewhere else, and maybe he he makes it back onto the grid. But as of now, he's on he's he's on the side of a milk carton, and um, we'll see if he if he returns. Pittsburgh Steelers take uh, Dante Moncrief was signed. He saw a nice little jump in ADP value. He was going in the twenty seventh round prior to the signing, and now he's going in the twenty second round. So. It, it could be a, a valuable spot um, for him. I mean, that's that's the type of guy who, you know, you're going to get some spike games out of him probably. He's he's late-round filler. And um, James Washington is still favored. Um, he's seen a little bit of an increase in value from the 11th round, now going in the mid-10th round. I don't know that I'll have a lot of James Washington. That seems like, a, you know... It, a little bit of expensive price to pay for him. Um, we could be wrong, but Moncrief is a guy we would rather target in the later rounds rather than overpaying, in our opinion, for, for James Washington. But uh, it's definitely a situation to keep an eye on over the course of the preseason here, and the values will change, I'm sure, as um, more news comes out and the situation um, kind of plays itself out. So that's pretty much it. For uh for this report, um, we'll keep an eye on things as as they progress. There should be some more signings in the upcoming week, and you never know what happens, um, outside of you know transactions and trades. So we have Tyreek Hill. Obviously, the news came out yesterday about the uh, assault charge, and in last night's draft, people want to know um you know what's going on with him. He dropped down to the fifth round, so he went at the five oh nine um, after being a early second round pick. So I'll be looking to see what his market activity is moving forward. Um, it's probably going to be all over the place. It's it's really sort of a an emotional thing for people when you're when you're going after a player like that at a thirty five dollar draft. You know, you can you can take a flyer. Um, I'm going to be looking at the $250 draft to see where he goes. That's going to be um, a little bit more interesting to me to see when when there's more money on the line, how how much faith they have in these guys, and and how much risk they're willing to take. So, but we'll see how that plays out. So, if you want to take a look at this ADP again, it's over at FantasyMojo.com, and 
one thing you should know is when you look at these ADP boards for the FFPC draft specifically, you can click a link on every player and then it'll bring up a, a scatter plot diagram which shows the exact position that they went in in any draft. So when we talk about ADP, you know we're it's it's an average of of all of the the, the spots where the the player has been selected. But you look at these scatter plots and you can see exactly what round um, the player went in every draft that's been conducted year to date. So. Um, that's always useful, and it's convenient because it's linked right off the main ADP page. Uh, we're also going to be putting up Dynasty ADP for the startup drafts. We've got enough drafts now in progress, and they've, they're deep enough that you can actually have some meaningful ADP charts um, to produce. So we're going to be putting them up today, and um, it's really Dynasty season. It's, it's really kicking in now, and they're starting up more and more drafts as we speak over there. So... Go check it out, and we will talk to you next time. See you.